Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Calvary Live. A shout out to everyone listening on our new relationship with Freedom Radio. Uh, We're grateful for the Freedom Radio Network. Uh, Welcome aboard. Joining the Grace FM, Hope FM, Truth FM radio networks, and other low-power stations around the world. We also welcome everyone listening online through the Grace FM app or any of the other uh, media outlets that uh, carry Grace F- or Calvary Live. Thanks. Uh, we're grateful to be a small part of the huge work that God's doing in your life. My name is Ed Taylor. I'm going to be your host uh, this afternoon. I'm the pastor here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. And that is where Calvary Live is produced. It's a ministry of Grace FM, which is a ministry of Calvary Church here in Aurora. And your prayers are always appreciated. Don't forget us, you know, especially, you know, as you're praying for ministry, you're praying for opportunity, praying for outlet of, uh, you know, um, you know, outreach. You're praying with your kiddos. You know, when you pray at night with your kids, would you remember your own church? Would you remember your own pastor and their team and family? And would you remember this radio station uh, and get the kids praying for the radio station? It's it's a beautiful, sweet thing uh, when the sincerity of kids are praying to our faithful God and you get to train them in how to value um, solid Bible teaching. And that's what these stations provide, teaching and worship 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And then, of course, we have this show. We get to talk about things related to life and ministry. And the way it works is you call, if you want to be on the air, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or and you can text us directly. We have a dedicated texting line. That's 720 0897 and that is a dedicated texting line so that you if you're in a safe place uh, you can text us a prayer request or you could text us a a question uh, what might be on your mind Uh, we do fill the time when we don't have calls we fill the time with those text questions Uh, so give us a call 303-690- 303-690-3000, and I'd love to hear from you uh, what the Lord is doing in your life, um, how, you know, what maybe, what what is your pastor teaching, um, you know, what, uh, what have you been learning through your personal Bible study, um, do you have a Bible question that you've been thinking about or wanting to learn about? This is the place, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Uh, 
thousand. Um, looking at the uh, looking at the map of people listening in, uh, I see you guys up in Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Nevada. Is that Nevada? No, it's New Mexico. Sorry, Texas. Of course, Colorado. Um, would love to. Um, I'm grateful to, that we get to connect with you. Um, that's just the online audience. Uh, and you guys here on Grace FM, give us a call 303 Here at Calvary, we have a midweek Bible study on Wednesdays. Uh, we're studying through a different book of the Bible uh, that we do on the weekends. And our Wednesday nights, our midweek Bible study here is a opportunity for a large church to be so much smaller because, of course, the folks that come to a Wednesday night Bible study are less than the weekends. You know, we have three services on the weekends, Saturday night, two on Sunday, and then one on Wednesday. And then people are working, and it's a long day, and uh, and so mo- a lot of people tune in online, watch online, don't show up. But those that do show up um, that, that want to be on property, uh, it, they, we come together and we we live out, you know, Acts two forty two to the best of our ability, right? Uh, obviously, we can't do it like the first century. It's a different scenario than the first century, uh, and we're not breaking bread together over the Passover meal because Jesus is our Passover. Uh, but we do have communion together. We do sing together. We do read the Bible together. We do study the Bible together. We do fellowship and talk about the things of the Lord together. And we pray together. Um, we, we pray corporately as a church, uh, together in groups. And last night, um, just so exciting. Uh, give me a call, 303-690-3000, is the text line. And, and last night we had, an, and, and we get to do all kinds of things. So we have worship nights, we have testimony nights. We also have missionaries come and share. We support many, many missionaries around the world. Last night we heard from Josie Claycamp. Josie is a young woman who just graduated college, uh, and she is heading off to the mission field in the middle of COVID, or you know, not necessarily like it was a year ago, but like she's heading off to a to a country that is now under lockdown going through the visa process. We already have missionaries in that country, in Thailand. We already have missionaries there, but that is not deterring her. She is heading off on her way. And so uh, Pastor JJ interviewed her last night, uh, and she led our prayer time and just so encouraged. What a heritage uh, Josie comes from as well. I mean, she stands on her own two feet. Uh, let's be clear about that. Even as my kids, you know, my kids serving the Lord, they stand on their own two feet. Um, but with Josie standing on her own two feet, she does so because of the godly heritage of her parents and the godly heritage of her grandparents that I have witnessed personally. It's so exciting. And, you know, the Lord wants to use your kids too. Uh, the Lord wants to send them off on in the mission field. Uh, the, the, the Lord wants to use see them be trained for ministry. The Lord wants to see them um, rise up in these last days. I mean, I think of another family in our church whose daughter is serving in Austria right now. Um, that's how she spent her time off. Uh, she's serving in Austria, and she had a, a whole um, desire to do different things, but those doors all closed, so she ends up serving uh, in Austria uh, with a sister ministry of ours, and uh, just so exciting. And 
you know, really encouraged that God would uh, stir up uh, these young people to uh, obey God. Um, so good. So give me a call, 303-690-3000. Matt in Aurora, Colorado. Welcome to the program. Hi, Ed. Hey, what's up? Oh, let's see. I'm gonna, I've got to shut my radio down here. Yeah, it's a little delayed. Okay. So it's best to um, talk to me directly on the phone. There we go. There we go. There you go. Okay. okay. Uh, my uh, my question is: I'm actually looking uh, for some prayer. Okay. Um, I, I realize that uh, you know God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't need He doesn't need my money. So I'm not looking for any type of praise or anything. But uh, uh-huh. here the last few years, I've been able to give, and I try very hard to make sure. And, and I consider it an honor. I am very blessed because uh, I feel like, and, and I pray in this way, that uh, uh, my money will be used uh, to, you know, for the best, for God's purposes. And, that, yes. and I thank God for uh, letting me, allowing me to participate in this way. And I think it's great. Sometimes, though, I find myself waking up on payday and just kind of sending it off and yes. not really with the right, almost, I don't want to not have the right mindset. I want to, you know, I, I want to make sure that, that, uh, I'm doing it not because not out of a duty or something like that, but simply because God is allowing me to participate. Yes. He's allowing me to give and give praise this way, and I mean, almost for like the first time in my life, I'm I'm able to make things happen this way, and yes, it, and everything just keeps coming mm. more so than I've ever known. And I just kind of want prayer to make sure that my heart stays right. I don't ever okay. want to do it out of duty or out of a any other sense other than. Thank you for letting me participate and I and out of praise. That's a great prayer request. You know, one of the thoughts that I have toward that when things become routine to me, you know, and first of all, even as they do sometimes things that we do repetitively and regularly can easily become routine and we do things out of habit rather than uh, than some excitement. Uh, let me just say what a great habit to have. Uh, even when your heart's not in it, that you've set yourself up to regularly, faithfully give as unto the Lord. And I I wanted to commend that in the Lord because that's a great habit to have because you could have a lot of habits, but giving unto the Lord, you know, is a a great habit to develop. Uh, And and as I think about it, you know, some of the ways that I try to break up just monotonous habits in my life and and try to stir up a a desire again is, is to change it up you know, like to change up how I'm doing it, maybe the day a week I'm doing it, or like I'm thinking of giving. If it's just writing a check and putting it in the mail and sending it off, maybe I stop and I pray over that check. Um, maybe I, I create a whole new prayer booklet and I pray specifically um, over that money. You know, th- I thank God for it. I, I thank God. I, I make it, I make it, an, I make it a spiritual event uh, where, man, Lord, you give me the ability to, 
uh, to work. Maybe last week at work there was some highlight or you think about, man, you let me get the education. You And I just begin to think about what that check represents and then pray ha- ahead of time. Uh, you know, Lord, I don't know how you're going to use this, but but my heart this week is is I just... I desire such and such, you know, whatever he lays upon your heart to see if it might stir up a new way of doing things so that you're building upon, because there are times, and this is fresh in my mind, because there are times, even in our own spiritual walk, that we need to do things differently. Um, you remember Peter, when he was writing to the scattered believers in Second Peter, he talked about, um, he talked about adding to our faith knowledge, knowledge, uh, godly, you know, he says, giving all diligence, add to your faith. And he started giving this whole list of things to add. So we know that we're not going to stay stagnant in one place for long because we're going to continue to add. We're going to continue to grow. And, you know, for those listening in, I just, again, want to commend you. What a great habit to have. Um, but you can all, even something so good and so cool as giving can become routine. And Lord, just spark the passion again. And so I pray God for my my brother Mark, um, that you would spark that passion in him um, that started the giving. He, I was especially encouraged by his observation. He says for the first time really in his life, he's in this position. And so bless him, Lord. Bless his writing, or if he set it up online, or writing the envelope to the particular ministry, or the tithe envelope for his church or like like let it be an event for him, God, as we, like Jesus, when he was watching the giving boxes, there was this sense of, I know that I'm honoring and worshiping you, God. And I pray that in all our lives, God, those, those areas of our lives that become stagnant, those areas in our lives that are good, they're definitely good, but they can become routine. Lord, would you stir up your church in these last days to pull us away from the routine and restore a passion into our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ed. Thanks, Matt. Bless you, brother. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, I've got a message here during this call that somebody called in and wanted to know how to donate. Uh, If you are listening to Grace FM, uh, you can donate to... And and so here's how it works. Because this, this program is heard on so many stations... I want to be super clear about this. When you choose to give, give to the station you're hearing this on. So, of course, here in Colorado, if you're listening to Grace FM, we receive your gifts uh, right here. Uh, And, you know, when you give to Grace FM, you give to our church because Grace FM is a ministry of the church, and that's how we run it. Uh, And it is a, a 501c3 blessing ministry of our church like any other ministry. You can go to our website, gracefm.com. And there's a donate button there, gracefm.com, uh, or you can download the app and all that secure giving and everything's all tied together. Thank you very much. But if you're listening on Hope FM, support Hope FM. If you're listening on Truth FM, support Truth FM. If you're listening on the Freedom Radio Network, then support the Freedom Radio Network uh, at the information that they give on uh, on the station. And you, you know, it's just a blessing. Um, I, I was like here in my office, I was, uh, I've got in my hand, I'm going to shake it and I wonder if you know what that sound is. That, sh- that sound is a cassette tape. Uh, and I have in my hand a white cassette tape from 1991 
Calvary Chapel of Seal Beach. Uh, the study was Job 24, chapters 24 through 27 by Pastor Ron Wilkins. He delivered it on August 7, 1991. And the reason this particular cassette is important to me is it is the first cassette that I ordered from a radio ministry. The message, I, I, I mean, and it's so dramatic because I never listened to Christian radio in my entire life. I didn't even know such a thing existed when I wasn't saved. But then I got saved, and there is a station in Southern California, K-Wave, that uh, we listened to, and I was driving all over the place and listening to, that's where I was introduced to Skip Heitzig, uh, as a new believer, um, you know, probably besides my own pastor and Pastor Chuck, Skip Heitzig is the man that I've listened to the most and who's influenced me the most. Um, and what a blessing that I've had to meet him, serve with him, have him teach at our church, uh, serve together on uh, different projects. Um, unbelievable. I would have never, never, ever dreamed in a million years that I'd get to serve uh, with these men that I respect, Raul Reese, I've uh, taught at conferences with Pastor Raul, uh, of course, Pastor Chuck, my Pastor Jeff, um, and we would just listen to K-Wave. K-Wave is the model that we followed here in Colorado to bring Christian radio to Colorado. Now, of course, there's another station in town that is owned by a corporation, and they do a fine job in bringing a lot of national people to our city. But I believe that God wanted us to do something local and primarily with teachers that teach verse by verse, chapter by chapter, expositionally. And that's what Grace FM. But that's the same thing with Hope FM, Pastor Joe Foch up in Philly, Calvary Philly, and of course Bill Lukeman and Marlton and all the guys that you hear on Hope FM, of course Truth FM, the ministry down there, and now uh, Freedom FM all over, all over you guys. Um, and so it, it is important that you give, if the Lord would bless you, you know, if you, if you can do this after the tithes and offerings to your local church, supporting Christian radio, not the music in, you know, as great as music stations are, music doesn't save anyone. It's the word of God, the gospel of God, Romans chapter one, only the word of God saves, not music. So, and they don't really need the money. Those, uh, you know, K-Love and those guys, they, they are, they do just fine. Believe me. Um, but these stations, even the LP stations, the low, what LP stands for low power, it's a local church running a radio station, uh, that has costs associated with it. And every little bit counts, you know, every little bit counts. So whoever called, thank you for calling. Thank you for prayerfully considering, uh, giving. If you're hearing on Grace FM, support us, partner with us. We're so grateful for you. If you're listening on Hope FM, Truth FM, Freedom Radio, support local Christian radio. So good. Over to Littleton, Colorado. Rebecca, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Ed. Thank you. Hey, um, you're welcome. I'm struggling putting words to my question, but um, it has to do with um, how to have a more passionate personal relationship with Jesus. I feel like I'm kind of stuck in my head instead of my heart. Sure. And I'm doing the works and, you know, service and things like that, but I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm lacking that passionate connection and I don't, I don't, I want it. Sure. I don't understand that. <laughs> well, again, like the previous caller, kind of similar calls with 
the giving and kind of going through the motions are repetitive. It's really good to have these new spiritual habits, um, even if you are not associating them with any depth of feeling right now. It's good that you're doing them uh, because, you know, the alternative would be activities that would draw you away from God. Um, But in relationships, they only grow. Relationships generally grow with two ingredients, time and testing. If you think of any relationship that you have right now, the stronger ones, the stronger friendships, the stronger connections are probably because you spent a lot of time with them and you've gone through a lot of trials with them. You know, maybe arguments, frustrations, maybe you've walked through grief with someone or they've walked through difficulty with you. And because you've done that um, you, together you and you've worked through things, you know, and had disagreements or all those types of things, the Holy Spirit uh, builds relationship through time and testing and and you know you, we go through these dry spells. That's what we would call it. Uh, what you're experiencing right now, you just go through a dry spell, and and it, there's a lot of reasons. You know, COVID uh, and the the restrictions and things have done a lot of damage. There's been a lot of spiritual warfare. There's been you know whatever your own personal testimony is of of what you've been going through and and what you've been thinking. And and I want to commend you that you're still walking strong. You're still making progress. And there just are times when our feelings don't connect with our actions. Um, And even though your feelings aren't connecting with your actions, uh, I think that you're still making, you know, you're still growing in God's grace. And I think that verse that I mentioned earlier, um, how how do you grow? um, This is is something we just started teaching. I just started this study on Wednesday nights, 2 Peter, and he says, uh, grace and peace be multiplied to you, in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power is given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which you have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped corruption that's in the world through lust. And then here he says, because, because you have everything in Christ, because you've partaken of the divine nature, because you have all the promises of God, here's what Peter says. He says, For this very reason, you give all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness love. For if these things are yours and abound, here's the promise, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he's been cleansed from his old sins. And so the, the pattern of development of relationship with God is, is not complicated. I think you, um, I, you're probably already familiar with this, but in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, we have a very simplified approach to building your faith. And it says that the early church, the believers like you and me, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in breaking of bread, in prayer, and in fellowship. And and these are the areas where, you know, reading the Bible, praying through the scriptures, talking to God. You know, prayer is not just some event we have at at our kitchen table. Uh, You know, it's prayer. We talk to God all day. 
Uh, he's on our mind and on our heart. Uh, if we have something, we go to him. If somebody comes to us with a problem, we take them to him. Um, but all of that to say, you will have these dry spells from time to time. And this, it's, it's normal. And one of the things you want to you want to be considered about too is like these dry spells are always a good time to say, um, do I have any known sin in my life? Like, are are there things in my life that I've been doing or involved with, or am I harboring any? Like, Lord, just, yeah, like you're praying through the scriptures where it says, Lord, would you search me and know me and reveal to me if there's any unclean thing in me? Um, you know, if you're and we could go on and on. Like if you want a more worshipful heart, read the Psalms every day. If you're looking for wisdom, read the pro- read a proverb and learn the wisdom of God. If you want to get closer to Jesus, you know, stay, take all of your reading time and just focus it in the Gospels and read the Bible in a time like this. When I'm feeling bummed out, I like to go back to John. That's my go-to, John and Mark, those two books. And I like to just pretend in my mind, my holy imagination that I'm walking with Jesus, that I'm there with him, listening to him, watching him, enjoying him. Um, but it's a good thing that you continue on doing the right thing, even when you don't feel, because feelings aren't always going to be there. And that's a problem that many believers make. Because the feelings aren't there, they kind of think, well, maybe I'm not saved, maybe I'm not doing it right, maybe. No, you know, it's like like my heart, your heart, we, I can't do anything to change my heart. Because my my heart is something that follows my actions, so if I I can change my mind, but I can't change my heart, so I just need to be patient for the emotions to catch up with my with my good behavior because they will. It eventually will. You'll be you know God will bless you, He'll encourage you, He'll strengthen you. But a lot of life is very hard, and quite frankly, mundane. I did a Bible study um, on this very topic. Um, you can go on our our website or on my on the app and just put the word mundane. Have you ever heard the word mundane? Have you ever heard yes. of that word? Are you st- um, it means to lack interest or dull. Um, and sometimes that's life, huh? We just like we like we lack interest. My walk with the Lord seems very dull, but it's in the mundane that God is even at work. And I did a whole study on this. It's really cool. That even in those low points, the Lord's still with us. Okay, I'm going to take a listen to that. I think it'll encourage you. Would you call back and let me know how the Lord used it? Yes, I will. All right, let me pray for you. Lord, I pray for my sister, and and it seems even Matt and a few others just kind of, you know, sensing that, you know, there's there's been a lack of passion or, you know, a lack of emotion. So I just pray for them, Lord, and and they're going through them. They're doing doing things. Um, They have good behavior, Lord. So I just pray into their life patience and long-suffering. I pray, God, that you would draw them near, because your word says that if we draw near to you, you draw near to us. And and even as we were teaching last night, Lord, you know, sometimes we, we get all caught up in the experience and the emotion of things, but most of our lives are just very normal, ordinary, and routine. And so I just pray for Rebecca in this normal, ordinary routine season of her walk with you that you would indeed meet her there strengthen and encourage her in jesus name amen amen thank you very much you're welcome sister 
All right, give us a call. We're coming up on our break here, but give us a call, 303-690-3000. Sister Joy just texted me. She said, you reminded us last night about God can make a way. Uh, We know that God can make a way for our family to get to China to finalize our daughter's adoption, and it's been 15 months. So would you join me in praying for Joy and her family? Uh, Father, we do pray for an open door to China. We are knocking, and we are seeking, and we are asking for this precious, precious baby to be uh, with her family. Uh, There are 400 plus other children and families to be connected. And so we do pray that. It doesn't feel like it, Lord. We don't know how you're going to do it. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But we have witnessed in the past your faithful power. And so we look forward to it in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, welcome back to the second half of today's program. If you're just tuning in, this is Calvary Live, a live broadcast that originates from the studios of Grace FM in Aurora, Colorado, uh, Calvary Church here. Uh, of course, if you're listening on Freedom or Hope or Truth, any other network other than Grace FM, it's good to remind you that you're hearing this program one week delayed. We haven't done it. We haven't gotten the equipment yet or any uh, any of that to broadcast it live just yet. But you're listening to a live broadcast. So what that means is is while I'm talking, it is live on the Grace FM radio network, and we're taking your calls. Anytime you hear this program, you can call in and talk live, and everyone throughout Colorado, Wyoming, or uh, yeah, Wyoming, um, uh, some parts of Nebraska, you will hear you live. And then next week, you can tune in on your local station and hear yourself on the radio. Uh, and right now it's a one-week delayed, but you can call while the show is on, and we'll take you live. You'll talk to a live host, un- unless it's a, you know, unless it's a rebroadcast. From time to time, we have to do a rebroadcast. Um, but for the most part, you're hearing it one week delayed, and you guys on Grace FM get it live uh, for now. But eventually, we're looking live on every station, which will be pretty cool. Uh, so back to Parker, Colorado. Albert, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Ed. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Albert, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. What's going on? Well, three weeks ago today, I had the kidney by, uh, by a transplant. Oh, wow. The surgery, the surgery went well. The Good. surgery was successful. My body did reject the new kidney. And right now I'm in rehab until Tuesday. But I would just like for you to pray over me that everything will continue to progress without any complications. Okay, Father, we pray for our brother Albert and the challenging uh, medical condition he's in right now. We pray for his body to receive uh, the newness of the transplants, Lord. We pray for his strength. As he requested, we pray alongside of him that there would be no complications. And even as we pray these things, we're so grateful for the medical community. 
for the wisdom you've imparted to doctors and nurses and and people that are just so gifted in exercising the medical arts. And so thank you, God, for the surgery. Uh, and Lord, we pray for your encouragement and clarity in his life and strength. Um, bless him, strengthen him, overwhelm him with a sense of your purpose and your power in his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor. I, I also wanted to mention to you that about a year ago, I discovered Grace FM. Uh-huh. And I listened to it all day long, and I've been a faithful <laughs> supporter. Thank of, you. Of this ministry. And uh, I want to encourage people to uh, support the ministry. It's, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to learn the Word of God and to further enhance our relationship with the Lord. Mm. Amen. Thank you for that. God bless you, my brother. Keep us up to date. All right. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Yeah, I agree with my brother. I mean, God used Christian radio in my life. He still does. I mean, there'll be times I'm heading out on an errand and I'm flipping the car on and whatever's whoever and whatever's on Grace FM at the time pops on and and almost always there's a word uh, that God has for me. Uh, and, you know, of course, the the pastors uh, that God has given us the privilege of airing uh, are edifying. And the word of God is powerful. And I think it's transformative to our city. Um, you know, and we as a church, we don't have, there's a lot of churches that do a lot of different things. But what we've chosen to do is teach the Bible and get the Bible out to our city. And we're, we're grateful. So grateful to meet you, Albert, and to hear from you. And, and I can't wait to hear of the uh, success of the surgery. Alex called, or excuse me, Alex texted. He wants prayer for his daughter. Lots going on around that. Uh, and Alex said um, that sh- there are prayers for Sister Joy because Alex adopted... Uh, a daughter as well, two years for, it took too long. It took, it looks like it took two long years. Uh, so God, I pray for Alex. I pray for all of these complications, uh, that, um, he is dealing with, with his daughter and just so hard. And, and yet Lord, um, layer by layer, day by day, you are restoring and strengthening and helping and thank you for his joining together, praying for Joy uh, and Jim and their family, Lord, as they wait for an open door to go to China, um, as they just have this huge heart for adoption. And so bless them and open that door, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 303-690-3000 is the number to Denver now. Perla, welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I was calling for a prayer request for okay. two prayers. Okay. Um, it's it's going to be a year, September 7th, that I lost my son last year. He was killed by a drunk driver. Oh, no. Um, and it just seems it's just getting harder and harder. Um, and next week will be sentencing for yeah. the person who, and I need to write the, impact statement and it's just I don't even know where to start so I want to pray for that and just for God to strengthen my family my daughters 
um, the father of my son. This has been so hard. It's just harder than hard. Um, there's a couple things I'm thinking right now. One is, would you be willing to talk to a brother whose dad um, was killed by a drunk driver? Do you think that would help you right now? Um, yeah, I think it would. Um, his name is Frank, and Frank used to run our radio station for many years. And um, I, I've walked, I've walked alongside of him through these years of the pain and hurt. I met him many years after his dad uh, worked for Colorado Department of Transportation, and he was at work on an overtime shift one evening, and and he was also killed by a drunk driver, and and just the just. The, the pain, the hurt, the injustice, the court system, all of that. And if you give me permission, I'll call Frank and I'll ask him if he will call you um, and see if he might be able to just come alongside of you. Because I think he's written his impact statements before. He's, um, you know, he has had to face the woman that drove the car. She's now out of jail. And so that was a big, huge thing that he had to face. And... Uh, he may say no, and that's okay. We respect that, but I have a feeling he'd say yes. Yeah, I give permission for that because it is so okay. frustrating with the yeah. justice system. Yeah, anger, frustration, like all of it, and um, you know, and he's run the gamut. It's been a few years now. So what I'll do after I pray is I'll put you. Um, we'll put you on hold, and Kevin uh, will get your info, and then if you would give him an address where I can send you a gift. You know, after my son passed away, the Lord uh, gave gave me um, a series of Bible studies that we turned into a book, and I would love to send it to you, and I think the Lord might help to use it to encourage you. I mean, in these days right now, it's so numb. You know, you're it's just you know it's just so many emotions. You don't even know which one to feel at the time, and and so you don't need to feel any pressure. Like you just take the next breath, take the next. Um, you know, the impact statement will be important. And you want the Holy Spirit to help you, and and I know you feel a lot of pressure from all kinds of sides, but but the Lord is with you, and He's going to comfort you. He already is, um, and no mom should have to stand in a courtroom and and it, it, this is just you know sin is just I mean what can we say it's, that we don't even have words to describe it, and um, so Father, I pray for my sister for the deep hurt and pain that that she's living with right now and just the loss of this this precious son and I pray that you would give her the needed strength not tomorrow not next week but today I pray over her God your word that says you're the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation and mentioning Frank today Lord we pray for Frank as well um, as he thinks about his dad every single day of his life and, and Lord, we're just all these wounded, broken, limping men and women that cast ourselves upon you and your mercy and grace. And so I do pray that you would give Perla the strength to persevere and the ability uh, to write down the right things for this situation. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. 
So uh, 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 Kevin is going to get your info, and and I'll drop that book in the mail to you tonight. Okay. I'm sorry for Perla for for your pain. I really am. <sighs> well, the number to dial here is three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Um, you know, I was talking to a few pastors this morning and I'm going to call another one after the show. I texted a few pastors on our team that are going through some things as well today uh, and talked a little bit with our staff meeting yesterday. But, you know, when you listen to a show like this, it is a, a reminder of a lot of different things, right? It is an opportunity for you to hear people's real life stories. Of course, you have your own, right? Whether it's joy, not being able to to bring their child back because of COVID, that shut everything down in China, and they haven't been able to pick up their daughter where everything's finalized. Where whether it's Perla or the, and the loss of of her son, whether it's Albert, who is uh, on the other side of these kidney transplants, uh, whether it's Matt uh, and Rebecca earlier about their personal walk with the Lord and. And we were talking about difficulties in the church. We were talking about pastoral stuff, right? And, you know, some of the guys are really hurting right now. Um, just real pain. You know, pastors doing memorials all the time. It's so painful. And and here's my point. Okay, this is what I this is what I think the Lord wants you to hear today. But this is why you don't get caught up in politics. And this is why you don't get caught up in nonsensical, non-eternal things. Because there are real people around you. And we're just talking believers, right? Primarily, it's believers that call the show. But you know how many unbelievers listen to this show? You know how many people caught up in cults are listening to this show and to this station? And this is why we don't get caught up in things that don't really matter. This is why we don't lead with our opinions. This, this is why we, we seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto us. This is why we don't... Uh, get caught up in petty arguments in the body of Christ. This is why we we don't, um, you know, a lot of different things, right? Um, because somebody, somebody is Perla's neighbor somewhere on the street that she lives on, whether it's next door or across the street or ten houses down. There is a believer near her. And on your walk with your dog or, you know, when maybe you are looking for the same parking space on the street or um, God has these divine connections that if we're caught up in things that don't matter, we're going to miss Perla and we're going to miss Albert and we're going to miss Matt and Rebecca. And you're listening. You're going to be missed. We're going to miss Frank. You know, Frank, uh, he was connected to our church by Grace FM. And in the midst of great grief himself, and I want to say, um, I want to say that he was connected to Grace FM in relationship to the grief I was demonstrating and expressing over the radio. I don't remember if it was pre or um, before or after, but nonetheless, now that we have a another thing that's in common, like we're like Frank matters and Perla matters and you matter, you matter of what the Lord is doing in your life. And, you know, we just had this long, massively long staff meeting yesterday, but it was so good 
we were talking about things, how to better serve the people of God, how to better be prepared, how to co-labor together as a team so that we can love and serve Jesus and we can love and serve the people of our church. It was so good. And we don't want to get caught up in our opinions. I'm not saying you can't have opinions. I, I mean, who am I to say that? I'm not saying that. Um, but I'm telling you, if you lead with your opinion, you might miss the person. If you lead getting caught up in all these narratives, right? Um, you can't believe this and you can't do this. And, and I, I'm not talking about essentials. I'm talking about all these secondary things. Um, and that, that's one of the things I, I've been, we've been doing in our church. And I'll get back to the phone lines in a second. But one of the things we've been doing in our church is studying the family because I've just been watching people post. I mean, I haven't been on social media, so people have been telling me about it. But posting, you know, this and this. And, and I mean, if there was a motion to it, it would be, Christians sound like that right now. We hate this and we hate that. And, and the government this and this. And it's wrong and it's unjust and it's horrible. And they, in the same world, killed Jesus. And God used it. The same world tried, the same, I mean, even worse, Nebuchadnezzar tried to burn kids alive. And God used it. The same man that beheaded John the Baptist, God used it. Threw Christians in prison, God used it. And all this angst, is not progressing the gospel. It might be making a point. It might be um, reflecting your opinion accurately. But how is it helping you serve Perla? And how is it helping you serve your unbelieving neighbor? How is it helping you come alongside Albert who's going through rehab from his surgery? How is it helping you minister to the widow and the orphan? 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We're going to head over to Wyoming now. Taryn, Taryn, welcome to the... Say it again. Uh, Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you, Pastor Ed. Did I say your name right, Taryn? Yes, you did, but (laughs) I always get a lot of variations, but thank you, yeah. Okay, what's up? I've been listening to your show uh, quite a bit. I've always wanted to make a trip up to see the church and find a new church. Uh, Church locations here in Wyoming are pretty rough, but I've had a question for a long time on my mind. Um, Bearing arms. I know the Bible says, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Um, If I carry a pistol, does that mean that I'm living by it and I'm going to die by it? No. Um, It does mean that there's a greater chance you're going to die by it uh, because you have it. Um, I think that's the point that Jesus was making. Uh, that Jesus was making a point that if you are trusting in the sword more than you're trusting in God, just understand that a sword is double-edged, right? Um, it cuts both ways. And if that's our, and I, you know, Peter learned that lesson with Jesus, didn't he? He had a sword, and he didn't. He, Jesus didn't tell him to get rid of the sword. He told him to put it away. He didn't say get rid of it, don't carry it. He said put it away. And it was obviously misused by Peter. Could have led, had Jesus not healed that centurion's ear and took care of it, uh, it could have led to Peter's crucifixion as well. That was a capital punishment. And so carrying a firearm, I don't believe uh, automatically, it's not an automatic uh, that you're living by 
um, carrying a firearm. I mean, a lot of people carry firearms. It's a part of their work. Um, they carry it on duty, off duty. Um, other people, um, perhaps this is your point of view, um, they have a, a desire that they'd be willing to sacrifice their lives to protect others. Um, yes. I mean, it's really the motive of your heart of why you would carry it. Um, and that's what God's really honing in on. And so if you're carrying it so that you can be a, uh, somebody that leads with the gun and and flashes it and you know picks fights and what you know you know all the negative things that could come with firearms yeah. then then yeah you can expect that it's gonna it's it's going to be a very dangerous life that you live but if you're living because you want to be a citizen that um, understands the the safety and security of a firearm and would never want to use it unless he had to um, I, I think that there's still a danger to by dying from that firearm for sure. Um, you know, if you, uh, you could think of it this way, you pull out a gun, the other guy pulls out a gun, right? They're going to try meet you face to face. That's the point that Jesus is making. He's not condemning, uh, defending ourselves with, with weapons if necessary. Okay. And, and, and I also kind of like a few things from the Bible, um, Samson, he, you know, God gave him strength, and it was a uh, the jawbone, I believe, of a a, a donkey uh-huh. that he used, and he, you know, and he also pulled down the pillars, and then also uh, David and Goliath. Um, sure, he used that sling, and so yes. I, I, there are times in the Bible where it says, you know, it just explains that God did give people strength with the tools that they had in their hands. And so that's where I was kind of confused. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to carry a firearm and go against what God wants me to do. Um, and I don't carry it to make any threats to anybody either. Right. And so. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jesus said in Luke 22, he told the disciples, he who has a money bag, let him take it. Likewise, a knapsack. And he who has a, has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Um, they're. There's even an instruction from Jesus in an episode to carry and take a sword, and and I think that that's that's the key. Um, the key is the motive, um, and you know if you didn't have a firearm, let's just say you didn't have a firearm, but a baseball bat was nearby, you'd probably pick the baseball bat up to defend yourself or to defend um, somebody that's weaker or in need of defense. I mean, it it certainly is something that. The intention is to provide safety and security to the innocent, um, and I, I know a lot of brothers that um, they carry firearms um, for that very exact reason. They're upstanding, godly men that love love Jesus, and and they love they want to be a force in community, uh, in their community to be another layer of safety and security for people. Absolutely, and I was going to ask you, Pastor Ed, if I could, uh, um, on a second note, just get a prayer. Uh, from you, we we uh, have a cabin, and our grandmother passed away, and it was her dream to live up at the cabin. And after she mm. passed away, we're really losing out on finances. Uh, everything's getting shut off. Um, we're having a really hard time with work because of COVID. Mm. Um, it's my father and I just together right now. It's been really difficult for us to try and keep up this mortgage, and there's a lot of sickness and. We, we need God's financial blessing more than ever at this point. Okay. Uh, we're facing foreclosure, and mm-hmm. it's really stressful. 
really, really stressful. Like I said, I've been trying to call for a long time. I just can't type down the numbers as quick as <laughs> it's read out. But yeah. um, I, I finally got a hold of you, Pastor Ed, and um, I, I, I'd love a prayer um, for Let's that. Let's do that. And, Let's do it. Father, I pray for my brother as he has these questions and, and also these challenges um, and just how difficult it's been, even the loss of his grandmother and and now the weight of this cabin and, and just the financial provision. Lord, your word says that you will provide for us all that we need according to our riches in Christ Jesus. So I pray that you would provide for my brother and his family exactly what they need when they need it and encourage this young man, Lord, to rise up and fulfill your call upon his life. Um, it's evident that he loves you and he cares for you. And, and Lord, you're ministering in his life right now, even through trial and difficulty. And I pray uh, that you would reveal to him his spiritual giftings. I pray that you would reveal to him your leading and guiding. I pray that you would reveal to him how it is you want to use him in these last days and then enable him and strengthen him to rise to the occasion and rise to the calling of you, God, upon his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, Amen. I I believe that, and I really believe you know, that. Two touching, two touching the same. You know, I I agree. And if, if two or more in our agreement, then it shall be done. So great. I agree. Um, I agree. Thank you, Pastor Ed. God bless you. Bye bye. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Let's jump right over to Kelsey in Castle Rock, Colorado. Kelsey, welcome to the program. Thank you, Pastor Ed. You're welcome. I have I have a prayer request today. Um, today is my brother's 23rd birthday, and I've um, been praying for him for years, and I've witnessed mm-hmm. to him a few times, and he hasn't accepted the Lord yet. So mm-hmm. um, I just want to pray that he would accept Jesus as a Savior. Okay, Father, we pray for Kelsey's brother today, uh, a day of uh, celebrating life. Uh, life that this young man was created in your image. And you say in your word that you've put eternity in his heart. And so I pray you would tap, God, those areas of his life of love, especially (laughs) with a sister that loves him and prays for him and cares for him. Uh, What a special gift that you've given to this young man. And we pray and ask God that you would bring about the true conviction of sin in his life, that he might turn to you with his life. And it's a hard prayer to pray, God, but we we would ask that you would do whatever it takes to bring him to the end of himself so that he would recognize that it's not his own life and it's not his own resources, it's not his own way of doing things, but that, Lord, he would finally realize that his life belongs to you. And so we pray for him even on a day of celebration, that even in the midst of celebration, he would recognize that his life is not his own, it's a gift from God. And he would surrender to the God that loves him. Use Kelsey, use other people, send believers into his life, put believers at his job, put believers at his favorite pizza place, put believers, even even if he's doing stuff like at the bar or wherever, put believers in his place, in his path that might love on him. And like like he just one day just like, I can't get away from this. What's going on? And that passionate pursuit of your love would follow him wherever he is, wherever he goes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. All right, Kelsey. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, we're coming up on the end of today's show, and um, appreciate you guys connecting with us. We are...
meeting this weekend in person, Saturday night, 6 p.m., Sunday, 8.45 and 10.45. Calvary Church, it's in Aurora, Colorado, on Hampton, just one block east of Tower Road. We're across the street from the Safeway and across the street from the movie tavern if you get lost. We're like the last piece of property before it's all houses uh, when you're heading east on Hampton till it dead ends into the dump out there. So uh, we're right there on the right-hand side. You are welcome to join us. Uh, we'd love to worship with you, serve you, minister to you. Uh, we've got things from nursery through high school. Of course, our high schoolers meet on Sunday night because we integrate the life of our high schoolers into the life of their church. Um, this is their church, so they're involved. And then they, they come together on a Sunday night to worship uh, and they just got back from the retreat, the biggest retreat, or we call it a camp now, um, that they've ever had. And we're so grateful for Pastor Byron and his ministry team just revitalizing. Uh, started back with Pastor Josh and now with Byron, just amazing things happening. So we invite you out, calvaryco.church. A shout out to everyone listening, Freedom, Hope, um, Truth FM. Go to church this weekend. We need to be in person together. If you if you feel more comfortable wearing a face covering, go for it. Um, yeah, don't let all that stuff distract you. Real people need real believers to serve and minister to them. And you're the one. God has ordained you. Love you guys. Thanks for the privilege of serving you. Thanks for your prayers. We got a pastor's breakfast in the morning. I forgot to mention that, so pray for us. If you're a pastor, just show up. We'll be at the church at 8 o'clock. God bless you guys. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.